Business is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, how would you like to break through, get noticed, and be known? That's what today's show is all about and really specifically directed to authors, to break through, get noticed, and be known. And with us today through the whole session is Sandy Lawrence, who is the visionary, the brains behind, the energy, and really the kickbutt for authors to get out and get the publicity and the PR that they need, they deserve, and I know they desire. She is uh, the creator of Perceptive PR, actually based in Texas, um, and you will tell by the way you hear her fabulous voice, Um, but she has been doing amazing, unique things for authors for years. And what I loved about um, Sandy when I first met her was that uh, you know, the old saying, think out of the box. I mean, it's so trite. It's so cliche. But she she doesn't think out of the box. She just kicks the box aside and creates whatever box she needs. To move I didn't know there was a box. Point. Oh, there was a box. Okay. <laughs> the soapbox. All right. So with that, we are going to be really talking about what's new, what's hot, where do we go um, with publicity today? How you can take you and your book, I don't care if it's fiction or nonfiction, um, and and really get it to rock and, and roll. She has been identified. She's based in the Houston area. She's one of the top, she's in the top 25 social media influencers. And it's so essential, so critical for anyone who you work with uh, that is going to promote uh, your book to to gather up and identify you as an influencer to really understand that you've got to be connected with social media. It doesn't mean you have to bathe in it all the time, but you've got to be connected with that. So uh, I, I'd like you to think of what Sandy brings to you. She is kind of like the Home Depot of, of public relation firms. And with that, Sandy, we're just going to jump right in. Welcome to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Well, thank you so much, Judith. I am so glad we connected. Um, you and I have talked about that some in the past few days. I've followed you for years and been a big proponent of book shepherding and all the other things that you provide. And so I'm just glad to be connected with you. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's, it's just, I mean, I'm and I'm happy to connect my authors with you. You know, uh, that, that's you. what's thank exciting. That. Yeah. Yes. All right. So let's just let's just talk about. Um, the world, as the publicity world turns, as the publicity world turns. Okay. It is a soapbox. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is it ever? So, Sandy, what's what's old? What's new? What's what's blue? Uh, what should authors be thinking about um, as they go forth and hopefully 
multiply what needs to be done for them. And sell books. So that's the goal. Lots of books. Lots of books. Sell books. And um, so I think for me, the first thing I always ask someone when we're first introduced and they first, and they tell me about their book, whatever state it's in, whether they're still writing the manuscript, whether they're in the editing phase, or whether the book is published and they're not selling, or they're published and they're getting ready to start selling. So wherever you are, um, that's where we start. And then from there, where do you want to be? So if your goal is to be a New York Times bestseller, then our marketing PR plan is going to be in that direction. If your goal is to bring peace and joy and harmony into the world, then we go a different direction, and we establish the goals. We establish what's it going to take to get me there. How many books do I have to sell? How many times do I have to speak? And and where do I want to where do I want to do my marketing slash PR for my book? It could be that um, you're a speaker, and we could help you with that. Or it could be that you um, you know, do book clubs or you, whatever, whatever you do, whatever your comfort zone is, we start from there and then we move you out of that comfort zone as we move in the direction of your goal and um, helping build a platform. Uh, no matter whether you have a fiction book or a nonfiction book, you have a platform. And if it's a fiction book, sometimes we have to look and um, dig down to find that platform or to find that area that we could get PR around that would be more than the entertainment. And I love what you say, Judith, that the um, solution, the problem that, and the solution that fiction writers bring to the problem is the entertainment. They provide, that's the problem they're solving. They provide entertainment, whatever type of book they have. And so I add to that to say, yes, absolutely entertainment and what else do you have as your platform? One of my clients has a book that's all about this menopausal woman who starts seeing dead people. And, you know, honestly, <laughs> that's something that a lot of menopausal women think they're seeing as dead people or people yeah. they want to make dead. So so we're looking at that as a platform for her to write blogs about, you know, um, to continue to create all this awareness of what, what can happen when you're in, in menopause. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, you mentioned something because I have, especially for fiction, there's two things with fiction. I always think that, you know, when I go through my spiel that the, uh, you know, money doesn't make the world go around its problems and they don't think that they're problem solvers at all. And it's the entertainment. That's the factor they bring to the party. Um, mm-hmm. And there's and and it and it comes in and and part of that also ties in with social, and your when you triggered book clubs, that's where that that trigger came in, as you said that. D- are you able with your skills to um, uh, really bring about the uh, some of the connecting with the book clubs? Well. Yes. So yes, the answer to that is yes. And then there's a lot of research around it because sometimes book clubs don't have a website. But if they do, we start with the easy ones, the ones, the low-hanging fruit. So yes, any mm-hmm. website that has book club in it, we find out. Any Facebook page or social media group, LinkedIn group that has book club in the title, 
or books in the title. Then we, we look at that and add that to the plan. And then from there, we encourage anyone who's in a book club, you know, to communicate with us. I have one uh, friend who's just built a house in Cabo. And she said the first thing when she got there, she checked to see, do you have a book club? And they do. And she joined and she's, you know, the niece of one of my clients. So she's taking that book with her to Cabo. So it's just no end to where a book club might be and how to reach that. Mm-hmm. I've always encouraged my authors to um, either use Voom or use Skype, but offer to do a session live with their book club. So, yes, absolutely. Um, Do it live so they can see you and hear you. And and like you and I have discussed, it's not quite the same as being face-to-face, but it's a lot better than um, just the phone or just voice when you can actually see the person and, and communicate with them. Oh, absolutely. So and if it's, you know, if it's cocktail hour, get out your glass of wine or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and enjoy the company. Hey, I act absolutely. Now, I've also suggested Sandy, and I, you know, I don't think you and I, when we got together um, a week ago, that we had talked about the um, uh, one of the things that I suggest they do when you're going to do these live, like a one-hour shot um, with their club to be open for questions um, and socialize with them. That that you put a string attached, which means everyone buys a copy of your book. Yeah, that's a great idea. So everyone buys a copy of the book. Um, you send them, make sure they get to, if they're going to be together in person, then you mm-hmm. could, you know, you can ship them directly to the person who heads up the group. And, and we talked about meetups. That's a great way to, another great way to find book clubs because a lot of them do have meetups. And um, so I just put together this whole list of places where you might find book clubs. And um, so, yes, but I do, I agree that a great thing to do is, is make sure they all have a copy of the book because they want to be, you want them to be discussing the book. And that's why if you are going to do this, make sure you schedule it out enough or, the you know, of course, the optimal is to schedule it out far enough that you can get the books to them and all that so they can have time to look it over before so you can discuss it. However, that said, if someone called and said, I have a book club next week, can you join us on Zoom? Of course, I would say yes. And then encourage them to buy the book or, you know, require them to buy the book. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. And, yeah. and it could be, certainly you could you could offer to ship books to them. I mean, as you know, a lot of authors do print on demand. And that yeah. could get costly. <laughs> so, uh, and my, they could go all the yeah. And, and, and if you're going to do customizing, like personalizing, you know, I mean, I would always offer that because I always do have not only inventory of books in my home, um, in the faithful garage, but I also have a warehouse that they can, you know, be sent from, um, that we primarily feed into Amazon for that. But I, I think oh, that, okay. um, I, I would actually encourage you to, uh, uh, go tell them to go to Amazon and buy the book there because that okay. will help you. It does give you clout. That's true. It does. It does give you clout when you buy yeah. a, 
more than one book at a time on Amazon or yeah. have them order the book. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, all of you listening, we're going to run into our first break here. And with, with us is PR specialist, expert, and all-time fun person, Sandy Lawrence. But it's really important to understand that Google needs, I mean, Amazon needs to be fed. Um, and that if you want to get raise your visibility and get Amazon even do push, which I've had my authors, Amazon actually send out emails to their database. Anyone who have ever looked at a certain topic, you might want to get this book. You need to pay attention to this. We're going to be right back. It's author you, your guide to book publishing with more. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has possessed punch and panache author you is for you if you're a hobbyist or a casual author it's not join author you today through its website at authoru.org. follow author you on twitter at author you and on facebook at author you where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily author you where the author goes to become seriously successful Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're all about publicity, and as we came up to the 
um, our first break that we we're really talking about book clubs because I personally believe that um, we authors don't knock on their doors enough. Um, sometimes we don't even think about it. Um, and it doesn't have it. You know, there's fiction. That's the more logical people think. But as Sandy and I were talking off air, there are a lot of business book clubs and there could be book clubs that let's say you're uh, you're a healthcare related author, nutrition, um, exercise, that kind of thing. There are book clubs just for those people. So, Sandy, how let, let's say you live in Duluth. <laughs> how do we start searching? <laughs> Well, if you live in Duluth, um, you might want to check for book clubs that are that you could speak to remotely. So you could be on Skype or on Zoom, as you and I have discussed doing. So, yeah, just look for. And I thought I would. What I would do is while we're talking, just check to see if I see any business book clubs. I happen to know one in Houston. They meet in person, um, and they meet at a restaurant and have breakfast and then discuss the book. So. Um, and they spent about an hour with it, so I think I will definitely reach out to Beverly Denver, who is the publisher of the Houston Women Magazine, to see what she thinks about bringing an author remotely to. And so maybe that's what you would do if you were in Duluth or some other area that may not have a business book club that meets regularly or may not have a book club. And another thing you can always do is start a book club. So if you're an author, there's a book clubs in your area, start a book club. Go on Meetup. You'll be amazed at what you can do. And one of the things you find, and this is what I've found, Judith, over the years, the minute I mention that I work with authors, I could be at a meeting. I can be at a networking event. I can be anywhere. The minute I start talking to authors, the people who want to write a book come out of the woodwork. It's just like mm-hmm. all of a sudden. All these people are saying, I want to write a book. I started writing a book, and I haven't finished it yet. And I've got a book that I finished, and it's just in my desk drawer. So there's always a lot of people around that um, want to write a book, that have an idea for a book, that have a friend or a family member that has written a book, and they don't know what to do once they've finished it. So look for a book club or start a book club. Either one is a great way to help you build your platform, help you break through. Remember, we're talking about break through. All this noise that's out there from social media, from the uh, live coverage media, the radios, podcasts. Oh, my gosh. When I want to listen to a new podcast, there's so many that sometimes I'm like, never mind, I'm going to go back and listen to one I know uh, because there's just so much noise out there. So how do you break yeah. through that noise? What can you do to make sure you get the visibility? And as Judith said earlier, it really is outside the box because everybody else is in the box. So what can you do differently than what everybody else is doing to get you visibility? And I always tell people the biggest unique thing about every one of us is our story. We all have a story. We all have a story to tell. And how we tell it is how we break through all that noise to get to be visible and then to be known. And the goal is be known. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as you were talking about um, the, the, the woman who is the publisher of the Houston's uh, uh, magazine, women's magazine there, who, who runs that book club, in-person book club. One of the little goody add-ons, I mean, not everyone can make it for breakfast. 
Um, and, and, I mean, she could have hundreds and hundreds of members, but maybe only 30 can show up. Would that be normal? It would be. It would All be. Right. Yes. So, like with meetups, we have a lot of people that will sign up for meetup, but only if, you know, a handful that's right. show up. So, so the unique thing about you is that, you know, maybe, you know, let, let's make this available to everyone. And let's create, let's do a 6 p.m. gathering or it could be a 10 a.m. Saturday morning or, you know, join me for coffee at nine o'clock on Saturday and meet blah, 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 and do it on Skype or do it on Zoom so they can visually interact with you. Someone may even put a monitor, you know, a monitor up. Um, so you can see the, the crowd also, that would be always nice and and take it from there. And it would be then that also opens it up to everybody. That's a beautiful idea. I think I may start a Saturday morning coffee book club or something. So I'll have to make sure I get Amy involved. Amy is, you know, my millennial working in. Very good at all this stuff, and I, including ideas. So that's a great one, though. I love that idea. Just bring your own coffee and show up for our interaction right. and eat your book club or whatever we use to be our a focus of the event. And then go uh, go to Meetup and schedule it and invite people, put it on Facebook, put it on LinkedIn, tweet about it, all yep. the social media. So, that's right. Dress is casual. You know, flip flops yeah. and barefoot welcome. I mean, you can yes. do, <laughs> you can have Eve. You, know, you, you, you must write content. It sounds like you write content. <laughs> okay, so if you if you do, all right. So if you do your Saturday night shin gig, <laughs> you do the Saturday night uh, or your Saturday morning. Um, I would love to be your first author. Um, that we do and let's and let's focus sandy on all your author clients calling all authors and what they can do and they will learn the two-step cash cow how's that yes i love that love that love that love that so (laughs) for our first broadcast we will have judith bryles as our guest who will teach you the two-step what is it Cash, cash cow. cow. Yes, yeah, the two-step cash cow. Yeah, okay. I love that. I love that. So, All yes, right. let's start it. I'm ready to start it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, I thought, geez, I should do this too. But let's 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 let you we'll roll it out and get <laughs> well, it done. You do have your you do have your Saturday morning thing to be in your home. I try to love that idea too. So yes, well, you know, I do that. That's a live thing. But um, I, you know, I, I do have to have shoes on. So I would. Be- yes. <laughs> but, but but and it's just for people here locally in Colorado. Yes. But but yes. why not just do a stretch out? You know, join me yes. for a cup Have of coffee. Everyone. Everyone. Yep, coffee's yes. on you. But we'll we'll be and you'll meet. All right. So with that said, what are some of these changes? What what are some of the real changes though that are happening um, out here? That in in and Sandy in my day. Um, when I was, you know, one of underneath the New York Times umbrella, um, and not New York Times, the New York Publishers umbrella, that, you know, they did everything for you, literally everything for you. They arranged all the tours. You didn't have to think. They just put you out there. That's not the way it is anymore. 
oh my gosh, no. It's like now one of the most important things you can have ready to show to an agent or show to a publisher is your marketing plan because publishers will be the ones who have the expense of publishing and and it's it's not a investment unless they can sell books and that means unless you the author can sell books then they've spent all this money to get you published and it's not there's no return on their investment so i've had more and more authors tell me can you help me with my marketing plan because that's what this client, this publisher wants. And even when you get into the small books, um, independent publishing and all that, I, I get a lot of authors uh, contact the Barnes & Noble Small Press Division, and every with every book that I send to them that we want them to actually buy and have in their warehouse, they require that you have your marketing yes. PR plan together. So yes. um, even in Texas, so even in Texas, <laughs> we have the Texas Book Festival started by Laura Bush, but one of the biggest book festivals in the country. And you have to submit your book to be included. You have to have a marketing plan with your book. So it's just, that's like the second thing you work on now. You can finish your book and you want a New York Times publisher or a traditional publisher, then you're going to put together your query or your proposal, and that proposal will include your marketing plan. Just okay, an automatic thing that they right. require. All right. So, but but you know, we, we don't have the um, let's let's say New York's not where we're going. We're doing it ourselves, and I think what you all need to understand that it is a good idea to put one together for yourself because it's a focus. Absolutely. It keeps you on track. And there are really essentials. I mean, I've done programs on this before, and we're going we're gonna to kiss this now, um, your press releases. But the, the reality is, at least my experience, Sandy, is, is that no one can sell you, express you, tell your story, um, do the revelations about your book better than you. Oh, my gosh. That is so, so true. I used to think I could sell books for my clients. So I would book a table at Texas Book Festival. I did that several times or New York for the book expo. And I would go and I would take books from all my clients and put them out on the table and I'd be there to sell books. And rarely did I sell more than one or two of all of them. And it just hit me one day when I was there with a client who went with me this time. And she was selling books. And I'm like, that's what's missing when I'm the one selling the books. People don't want to buy a book from a publicist. They want to buy the book from the author. They want to hear the author speak. They want to hear from them their story. They want to interact and get to know the author, not the publicist. So you're dead on right about that. It's really, really a great point that you made, and so authors pay attention. You're the one that people want to get to know, like, and trust. And once they know you, you can keep on writing books because they'll keep buying them and telling other people about All right. Them. And with that, we're going to take our next break, and we will come back with much more on how you can succeed at this thing called publicity.
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential. Color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self-publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All righty, with us is Sandy Lawrence of, of uh, all things publicity and PR. 
Um, she is based in Texas, deep deep in the heart, or at least in Hurricane Land. Her, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is where you know there's certainly a lot of challenges there um, on on what's happened. I have clients down in in that neck of the woods, and they've they've really been challenged. They still are out of their homes. Anyway, she, she is the creative, the visionary, perceptivepublicrelations.com, which you can check out online. And we're talking about a variety of things, the necessity to, to really be the front person. I think that's really important. But so one of the things I think also is important, um, Sandy, is that what does uh, someone like you bring to the party? Working, working with a publicist, because there's no guarantees ever. There are no guarantees right. in this there are no guarantees. Okay, so what is it? Is it uh, imagination? Is it creativity? Is it having really good formulas to kick butt? Is it the contacts? Is it the pitching and following up? What is it? Well, it's kind of all of the above as you're talking. Uh, so one of, the, one of the big things is my connections. So I've been doing this for 17 years. And I've made some connections, uh, real strong connections, of course, in the Houston area where I've been been for the last 17 years. Also in some of the others as far as, um, like we were talking before, podcasts. I I know people that do podcasts all over, and I subscribe to lists of people that are looking for guests on podcasts, so that's one of the things I do. But I think the big thing that I bring to the table is not doing it alone. Or, you know, maybe not even doing it. So it could be that um, an author just that want to do this and they want to pay somebody just to do it and uh, give them an update. And I have one client that is like that. We talk once a week. We go over all that's going on. Her third book is coming out. I've been with her through all three books. And I'll be launching it in September. And she's been an Amazon bestseller on both of the first two. So she just likes me to keep her updated on what all we're doing. And I love that. And then I have some authors that are like, no, just kind of tell me what to do. Hold me accountable. So I definitely provide accountability. And um, help me, you know, create where we're going and where I'm going with my book. And um, and just, just keep an eye on it. So like you said earlier, when you were doing the introduction, it's kind of like the Home Depot of publishing. And I realized that. Um, several years ago when I went into a Home Depot to get flooring for our house. And we had decided to take up the carpet and put down wood floors. And then I'm in there looking and I saw this um, this laminate floors, which look like wood, but they're not really wood, um, but a lot cheaper than wood. And so I'm like, oh. So when I was there looking, I saw all these different designs and styles and then I saw, oh, here's videos that you could do training on how to install this. Or if you didn't want to pay, if you didn't want to watch the videos and learn to do it yourself, there was a list of names of people that you could hire to do it for you. And so I'm like, you know, that's kind of what I do. I work with authors, and I'm happy to provide them with all of my information so they can do it themselves um, and charge a lot less because they're doing all the work. Or I can do all the way up to I'll do everything for you. Or I can do anywhere in the middle. You might want to do some of this stuff and not all of it. So for my authors, I really do provide that 
customize, get to know you, see what you want with your book, help you put the plan together. And I'm just there to like hold your hand through that whole process, the marketing process. And I had one of my clients wrote a testimonial the other day for me. <coughs> Excuse me. And she said, there's this nasty little secret that nobody ever tells you. You have to do your own marketing. And that's why I have Sandy doing mine. So it's just, that's what I provide. And I'm kind of like, whatever you need. So you're telling me you're a woman of all trades. I think so. I think in the publishing, as long as it's in the publishing realm, yes. Um, or marketing, and you know, I said, I love, I just love marketing. I've been in marketing for thirty something years altogether, and ended up even in my corporate job that I was doing publicity, PR, writing responses for my boss to send to the media and that kind of stuff. So I love mm-hmm. it, love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. And it does make a, a huge difference on that. Um, on that, I, I have a really a question because let, let's say um, uh, we have a business book. Let's say we have a nonfiction business book coming. Is do you have kind of is there a hit list that you would reach out to? I mean, is it would you go after print right away? Would you go after? Is that something you do? The print, the TV, the radio. You've got people on your team that pitch that. Do the follow up. To always do a press release to announce the launch, and I send it to everyone. So I send it mm-hmm. to the local TV, I send it to the radios, I send it to the online people, and then I also, this is something that's new that was not there when I first came. I guess it was there, but the only thing you had at one time was PR web. And um, so that's quite expensive, like five or $600 to send the press release. So I use, so now there's others that do the same thing. So I use a distribution service and I do pay for it and I make sure there's enough. Um, so they all guarantee a minimum at whatever level. Um, so I make sure it goes to like 400 media outlets and it will be on their website. So it will not be in print. It will be on their website um, for for however long, some of them forever. The one thing that I think is really different right now is when I do the press releases, it's all about the keywords. So just like in social media, we have the hashtag. If you're going to have anything online, you want to have the right keywords. So I really work with an author to see, you know, what is somebody going to, especially business books and that kind of, those nonfiction books, what is someone going to be looking for when they find your book? And what do you want them? So let's look to see what words would somebody just automatically type into Google if they're looking for something that your book would help them with and make sure you're there so they find you. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one of the biggest biggest um, points that I stress with my clients. Is that keyword or Are there better days in the week to send out press releases? I think so. Um, I've always believed that Friday was not a good day because you have everybody sending out everything that's going to be going on over the weekend. Uh-huh. Um, so you get into a lot of weekend kind of stuff going on. And, and most television stations anyway have a separate crew on the weekends than they do during the week. So, you know, you really have to make sure that you're, 
um, your time, your timely with your um, press releases. So I still feel, and this is something that hasn't changed, but I still feel that Mondays and maybe Tuesday, but those are the first of the week is the best time to send a press release to get noticed by the media. However, one of the things now is typically when I send a press release specifically to one person, they know already I'm sending it because I have connected with them on Twitter, on Facebook, and and also now Instagram. But I, I really love Twitter, that I can just go and follow them and send them a direct tweet, and they know, you know, I'm sending you a press release, um, and here's – I do the research, like who, who – what kind of press release is each one of them looking for? So I don't just blanket the whole world with it. But who is, if it's a sports book, who is the sports editor for this station? Um, if it's a business, who's the business person? And with newspapers, you know, that we have the business chronicle, Houston Chronicle has business editors. And um, so all of the, um, the, the, um, the news, news um, magazines, the news um, print magazines all have specific people targeted for specific you know, information. And so a great way that I use is looking for different journalists and following them. And, you know, if they wrote about one thing, for instance, we heard earlier about this article, uh, you were telling us about this article in the New York Times, and mm-hmm. so I've already connected with that person, and someone else has already written an article about that blog or about that post, um, mm-hmm. the um, article. And so I followed them as well. So it's like, Wow, I mean, so it's just there's just so many ways of doing it now that we didn't have before. Well, I have another question about just reporters on Twitter because my my understanding that's the primary place they hang out. Um, it is. If, it yeah, seems okay. to be. Yeah. Okay, so confirming that, and and Sandy just referenced uh, an article I had mentioned um, because I'm a huge supporter of reporters. I, I've been blessed with great coverage over the years. Um, and I want them to continue to have that. So I had referenced an article actually in another conversation, not on this one, um, about a, a New York Times article that Brett Stevens had written um, in the New York Times on Sunday. And with that said, um, we're going to take our final break and then we're going to come back about and, and really kick on the word perseverance. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. 
Dr. Judith Browse will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative need. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith briles So in our final segment, I really do want to kiss a little bit about is, is are there any changes in the different social media platforms that might be more appropriate for one genre of book or the other? And I think what's also really important, Sandy, with my guest is Sandy Lawrence of a perceptive, perceptive, let me say this right, perceptive public relations um, dot com is that it's the, 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 the sometimes Hits you in the gut word perseverance, um, and I'm going to add the other P is persistence. So I, I, when I was published with New York, and remember, 18 of my books have been with the New York houses. That and, you know, I was kept. I was sent out on tours and what, and I had a the, the internal publicist. I remember even hiring my own publicist for my very first first book to support it. 
which paid off because we went to three printings in three weeks, which is very unusual. But with that said, is that um, I think it's important to realize that in, in, in New York now, that you have, you know, you're one of many under one little publicist um, area in the house, and you get about a two-week window to see if there's going to be any traction. Otherwise, it's called next. And, um, Sandy, I don't know how much that flows in to or how long you work with people or you would rather work with people, but I think that's a worthwhile discussion to kiss on here Okay, so you know that's one of my favorite discussions because I know that, um, I mean, I know how much some publicists charge, and I know that I get people come to me. So my favorite response from people is, I have worked with a publicist before and did not get, spent a lot of money and did not mm-hmm. see any results. That's my most oh. common response for people. Oh, I, I so guess. I, I think that's know. the norm. That's the norm. Yeah. So I always tell them it takes time. It takes time to get the visibility to have people know about you and know about your book. So if you came to me or anyone else and only stayed three, four, five, six months, and then you're gone, you're not going to see the results that you could see if we work together for a longer period. So I arranged my prices so that, because I'd rather work with, I'd rather get to know you. I'd rather have you part of my tribe than to make money and you be gone. And then you leave and say, you know, it didn't work, paid all this money. So I take about the same amount of money you pay a lot of people for three to six months, and I spread it over two years. So if you want to work with me, it will be preferably for a minimum of six months and then maximum forever because I, if you want to keep writing books, of course, we could have this long relationship. But I really do, as you said, the persevere, the um, uh, stay in, just stay in with it. It really does, it is necessary um, if you're going to reach all your goals with your book, and especially in book sales, so that's why um, it's my preference of working with people. Is just to have, and as a matter of fact, I won't work with people any other way. I don't want anybody to pay me a lot of money and say, I just want you to do it in six months. No, because people don't hear about you that quickly. And um, then you will really be another one that's disappointed. And I don't want to create disappointment in, in anyone, any author, particularly anyone that's a client of mine. Well, it's, it does take time to develop roots. Um, and develop the relationships. I mean, I think one of the plus that authors need to understand about publicists is one, there's no guarantees. Um, right, that, right, right. but what you're doing is, you know, you're, you're hiring their moxie, their savvy, their experience, their, their, their wordsmith gift with words as they create things to promote you. Uh, but really, I think is the connection factor. And their persistence <laughs> in going after something Absolutely. on your behalf. So that, that's very true. So it all all of that is very important and very key to um, even critical to an author's success in selling books or in reaching any of their other goals for a cause or mm-hmm. New York Times bestseller. So it mm-hmm. really it does take time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes it, multiple books too. 
yes. Multiple books help. <laughs> well, yes. For, well, number one, for the author's credibility, um, but also, you know, the whole linking in. Right. Uh, th- that that comes about. Yes. Uh, so I am all for that. So I, I think that you ought to think all of you who are listening in that if you're going to be working with a publicist, that you don't want to think that, well, I'll just do it for a month because it just takes um, you're not you're sabotaging yourself then, I believe mm-hmm. that, that, that. I believe so too. Yeah, you don't give the chance to develop the relationships. Yes, you have your publicists already connections, but you know this is going to be ongoing, um, and they can come back to you, and and then you may be someone after you make a connection with a show or with a print deal that they remember you and they will want to come back to you, or they'll go to the public right. saying, "Who was that author that we featured?" Blah 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 blah. Right. Right. So. That that's just yes, my like remember. Oh, who was that author? I've heard, I have heard that lots of times. Who was that author? Yes. So um, so yeah, absolutely. Yep. So that's where that will that runs into play. All righty. So let's let's swing over we, our, for our last few minutes and talk about what are what are the preferred social media platforms today. So the preferred social media platform depends on your book and your market, your target market. Mm-hmm. So if your if your reader is um, if you write cozy mysteries or something that your readers are going to be in the you know late millennial age or all the way up to however, um, you, Facebook is the best bet I think because it's even though Facebook's gone through a lot of changes and a lot of um, negativity, it's still the best place to meet readers as as that uh, market, for that market. However, if your target market is younger, and then this platform's actually getting to where it's stretching to include the same ones from Facebook, but that's um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. All of the younger people, the millennials, are on Instagram, and they don't do this long message and tag people. They do hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. I think my Amy, my social media person, said 30 hashtags for each Instagram post. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't think of 30 hashtags. So, But it's definitely critical um, if you're going to be at that age so you can you know, post pictures and they're all, all about visual. On the other hand, if your book is a business book, a nonfiction, basically any nonfiction, but especially nonfiction business book, you better be on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is where all the businesses focus. And so start building your connections in. The goal is to build connections, period. Whether you're on LinkedIn, you're on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And I have to say, Judith, my favorite of all of them is Twitter, and that's because I love, you know, like the, like what we talked about earlier, the person who wrote the article in the New York Times, mm-hmm. I love going to Twitter, finding them, and I always find all this other great stuff they've tweeted about, and I can share it and retweet it, like it, and so I just do a search. I always start with Twitter, and then I, from there, I go to their Facebook or um, Instagram and then I go in a separate direction to LinkedIn. But I have I love LinkedIn. I have like almost fifteen thousand followers connections on LinkedIn. 
mm-hmm. love, love, love the people there and spend a lot of time in what I call the maintenance, which is saying happy birthday to people, congratulating them on their new job or their promotion. So I build a lot of connections that way, and I've gotten clients from there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, ha- I have about... Yeah, I have over 12,000 on, on LinkedIn, and I have another 17,000 in a group um, and wow, for, awesome. for awesome. my business people. And also, Twitter is my second favorite um, okay. Okay. on that because I like to move fast. I look fast, short, uh, and, and I have different profiles that I do different things in um, on that. So so Can let's do people... Yeah, what's your handle? Very quickly, Sandy, what's your handle? Sandy yeah. On every platform, I'm Sandy Lawrence, period. Right. I wanted to be found. I still want to be found. And I don't want you to have to hunt for me to see what name I'm using here or anywhere else. So it doesn't matter from Twitter to LinkedIn to Instagram. I'm Sandy Lawrence. All right. So, and everyone, my uh, my handle is at my book shepherd on Twitter. My book shepherd, which is what you branded for yourself and I think yeah. that's great. Yeah, well yeah. The, the, some there was some bookstore that had book shepherd. So it's my book shepherd as oh, well as author you. Author Y O U. All right, so with that we're gonna do a wrap up. But the bottom line is look at that there are plat there's a platform app for you. I had a discussion before I you know we started the show today with one of my clients and I said, you have got to get on LinkedIn. She has an amazing book on fraud coming up. LinkedIn is where it belongs and Twitter. Twitter is also the other handle for business. And with that, Sandy, thank you so much for being with us. And, and thank you, Judith. I love, love, love this. And so, um, so thank you for letting me share my passion for publicity. You're up. All right. Happy publishing to everyone. We'll be with you next week. part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each